6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Interesting people. Relatable stories. Relevant. Topical. This is 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Thank you uh, for joining me this afternoon at 6.30 Chad Afternoons. My name is Jalen Nye. The show brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. On the show today, we're going to cover a lot of ground. We're going to take a look at those inflation numbers. And I'm going to have some tips on how to help you through that, especially when it comes to dealing with food costs in the province. We know that that's a, a big area of concern for so many families. Have you heard of the World Butcher competition. Yeah, two local butchers going to that in California coming up later this year. We'll talk with one of them. Uh, plus, Garth Brooks just recently spoke to the media. We'll get to that. But right now, it is uh, what everyone is talking about today. The U.S. Supreme Court conservative majority has ended constitutional protections for abortion that had been in place since 1973. It has overturned Roe v. Wade in a decision that you know, it was unthinkable uh, before former U.S. President Donald T- Trump appointed three justices to the, bu- uh, to the bench. The ruling is expected to lead to abortion bans in about half of U.S. states. In a 6-3 decision issued this morning, the top court upheld a Mississippi law that would ban most abortions after the 15th week, effectively abolishing the legal precedent that Roe v. Wade established in 1973. Chief Justice John Roberts sided with the court's three liberal-leaning justices, unable to sway even one member of the solid conservative majority. The question of whether abortions are legal will now be left up to individual states, which will lead to widespread differences in access right across the United States. Reaction continues to pour in from around the world. We'll get to that, but first the details with Global Nationals. Reggie Giacchini. Reggie, thanks for joining me this afternoon. Uh, Give me an idea of the reaction, what you're seeing, what you're hearing from across the country this afternoon. Hi, Jalen. I've been standing outside of the U.S. Supreme Court for the last five and a half or six hours watching this crowd steadily grow, steadily chant, but it is two different crowds that are here. On one side of the street, you have um, the the people who were for this decision, the people who have said that this is what they have been fighting for for the last 50 years, if not more, to protect an unborn child. On the other side of this chant, you have the people who are echoing that chant that's become a part of the, the landscape in this country for the last several years of no justice, no peace, carrying signs talking about uh, women's rights uh, and the fact that this is a Supreme Court that is now violating the rights of millions of people across this country. There is anger, there is passion from both sides on the street, behind me in the U.S. Capitol, and on the streets around the country. What has the U.S. President said about this today? So look, the the President was blunt and said that this is a sad day for the United States, uh, but he also made a point of saying that he is going to stand in the way of Republican lawmakers who are attempting to stand in the way of women making choices for their own bodies and for uh, their own reproductive health. The president acknowledging that he doesn't have executive Mm -hmm. tools in the West Wing in order to try and change the decision from the Supreme Court. But what he can do is try to work with Congress. But it's difficult. Congress tried to codify this earlier this year, and that failed because of Republican blocking. Yeah, Reggie, and that was my question. I was wondering if there was anything
saying that the Biden administration or previous uh, Democrat ad administrations could have done to codify this and, and maybe why it hadn't been done in years before. And look, some of the, there's a lot of criticism that's being placed from the progressive side of the Democratic Party on the current Democratic Party and on the current Democratic president for not having done more. Uh, when Joe Biden was running, when he was a candidate, there were calls amid uh, fears that the Supreme Court could potentially find itself with a supermajority on the conservative side. There were calls for the president to, uh, to go through with Supreme Court reform and put more judges on the bench, but he didn't do that, and he faced stiff criticism from within his own party. Now that same part of the party that they are relying on in an election year uh, are looking at this uh, at Democrats across Washington to say, you have done little to try and protect us outside of saying, please don't take away these rights. This is going to be a difficult time now to try and bring Democrats in at a moment when this party really needs it with power on the line. Reggie, what happens to uh, women who want to travel from, if they live in a state where abortion is banned, if they want to travel to uh, a state where abortion is legal? What do we know about that at this point? A couple of things. It's going to be problematic. Look at a state like Texas where their heartbeat law has been in place for, for months now uh, that can criminalize somebody who attempts to try and help a woman uh, access an abortion, even when abortions were still legal before Roe was overturned. Now across several states, we are hearing uh, that, you know, if you are in Missouri trying to travel to Illinois where you can obtain an abortion, uh, there is a chance here that they will say that the crime took place in Missouri for organizing that ride and therefore criminal liability can happen uh, within um, the jurisdiction of, of one state. So this is the kind of, um, kind of legal roadmap that is going going to create problems across this country as they really try to figure out what's going to happen. I think on the flip side of this, though, Jalen, is that in a state like Illinois, it is completely surrounded now by states that intend to take the rights away for abortion. What kind of pressure is that going to put on these few remaining states that yeah. do exist uh, that are willing to take in people from other states? Yeah, and a number of states saying, hey, we will make sure that we can do what we will do what we can to make sure that uh, yeah, abortions uh, can continue. Before I let you go, Reggie, I know you're having a busy, busy day. Uh, Justice Clarence, Clarence Thomas wrote in a concurring opinion that the Supreme Court should reconsider some other rulings that protect contraception, same-sex relationships, and same-sex marriage. What could this lead to? Uh, this has been a fear since this um, since this draft leaked earlier in the year that Roe was potentially on the line. Uh, and you're right, in this opinion from Justice Thomas, uh, you see that Obergefell and uh, Griswold and Lawrence and possibly Loving versus Virginia these are all things that have guaranteed the rights for people to get married to who they want to get married to and, and realistically have sex with who they want to have sex with. Um, this is on the line right now. And we heard from the speaker uh, earlier today, Speaker Pelosi, say that this Supreme Court is eviscerating the rights of people. And there is a broad fear that, that the Supreme Court could turn its back on precedent, which would itself be unprecedented because this is the first time that the Supreme Court is taking away the rights of people uh, who have been covered by a federal, uh, by, by a, a, by a legal right. Um, so there is, a, there is a fear here for, for different communities across the United States that they could find themselves in the same position. That is why Democrats are trying to rally the base, trying to say, look, if we want to change this, we need to codify this. And in order to do that, we need to put politicians in Congress that are going to work for the average person. This is going to become a top line ticket now for the Democratic midterms. Reggie, uh, I never thought I'd see the day. Uh, thank you for joining me this afternoon. Um, we'll talk again soon. Thanks for this. Thank you. Reggie Cicchini is a Global News Washington Bureau producer who is joining us from outside the U.S. Supreme Court.
Supreme Court, and you can hear, you could hear what was going on there. You have both sides in this, up against each other, as they have been for decades. And guess what? This is going to continue on now for years. U.S. President Joe Biden, earlier today, as Reggie mentioned, um, calling the decision regressive, wrong, out of touch. As you said, uh, as Reggie said, he's vowing uh, to do everything in his power to protect a woman's right to an abortion in states where they are now pro prohibited, but admitting that he doesn't have a lot of, of teeth to do that. Uh, appealing for both sides on the debate to demonstrate peacefully. This was Joe Biden earlier today. Poor women are going to be hit the hardest. It's cruel. In fact, the court laid out state laws criminalizing abortion that go back to the 1800s <laughs> as rationale. The court literally taking America back 150 years. 150 years and here's the thing here's the thing the majority of Americans support a woman's right to choose as do the majority of Canadians they support a woman's right to choose this is about reproductive rights it is about sexual health and if anyone out there believes that because abortions are going to be banned in as many as 25 or 26 states that abortions won't happen you're sorely sorely mistaken what is going to happen now is a return to what we saw in decades prior to roe v wade where women who are unable to raise a child, who don't have the support, who don't have the money, who have been raped, who have been a victim of incest, who have made the decision to terminate a pregnancy because it is their right to do so, will have to go to a back room doctor and place their life at risk. Abortion Restricting abortion makes abortion even more deadly. Do you understand that? That is what's going to happen. As a woman who is a pro-choice woman, it is a sad day, in my opinion, that the rights of human beings, that the rights of women, let's talk about this, women, reproductive rights, sexual health rights, have been stripped. I am fed up with people making decisions about my uterus, about what I do with it. I had a doctor tell me years ago when I went to him saying, hey, you know what? I would like to get an ablation done or I would like to get my tubes tied because I don't want children and I don't want to take birth control anymore. And you know what that doctor told me when I was 40 years old? Oh, you know what, Miss Nye? You might change your mind. And he refused to do it for me. You know what? I've known since I was 16 years old that I didn't want children. And I've had male doctors tell me over and over again what I can and cannot do with my body. 
if anyone thinks that this is going to go away easily or quietly, they're in for a whole lot of surprise. A whole lot of surprise. It's 318, we'll take a pause here on the other side. We'll head to New York State. Talk to a woman, mom of a two-year-old, who is very, very worried about what's happening in her country right now. Stay with us.